0: now we're recording which raises the question of were we recording before I think we were I think, I think the, this is sort of uh, like split to two parts that I'm going to have to join back join up to get together, together again um, brief, brief description of uh, problem dropped the eye river
1: <laughs> and it appears to have started from zero again
0: yeah so, so you're, you're, either you've either missed a bit or there'll be a join and it'll be seamless I can make it fade out to silence and then fade back in again and <laughs> it'll be very artistic and, yeah. see this is the thing that radio can bring to um, podcasting is the production finesse. <laughs> I thought we, we, we didn't like production finesse in
1: podcasting.
0: Who's this we? I the quite royal, like it. royal we. I, I think there are some people who are kind of um, snobbish about uh, this, this sort of cinema verite of, <laughs> of you know capturing the raw realness of, you know, and I think kind of, let's uh, make it nice to listen to. Against uh, stereo microphone. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think maybe this, let's do that one. That's the, what makes podcasting podcasting. See, the, the conversation about what Adam Curry's doing and the commercial side, there's a lot to say, but I'm not feeling like I have much of an opinion either way currently. I'm, feeling, I'm feeling a bit observy.
0: I have I have an opinion, but it's complicated, and it's, it's too long for a, a ride home. I need to kind of formulate it and kind of get it into some sort of reasonable shape before I... Well, let's talk sort of the about um, your thinking on podcasting is now officially occupying large percentage of your brain and its output. Well, yeah, and this is something that I put on the wireless last night when I was sort of thinking I haven't put anything on the wireless for so long because I've only been thinking about podcasting mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the, the technical aspects of it and the performative aspects of it and what it means and who's doing it and you know, how the commercialization of it works and all the rest of it. And I couldn't separate my brain out from that sufficiently to write something of interest on the wireless because I always had this thing in my head that the wireless was nominally about radio yeah. and I don't put those two things in the same camp yeah. um, I think there's kind of if you drew a Venn diagram of, of uh, uh, podcasting and radio there would be overlap but there's far more overlap in blogging
1: yeah
0: and uh, in fact more so between blogging and podcasting than between podcasting and radio or blogging and journalism yeah And it's interesting that um, the journalism people at universities end up teaching about blogging. Yeah. And I think it's going to go the way where the radio people end up teaching about podcasting. And I kind of feel like I have to pull away from radio in order to talk about podcasting because they are too different in terms of... But too easy to confuse. Well, yeah, I mean... To the uneducated
1: eye, they could be the same. I think that's the danger...
0: Yeah, they are an audio programme, but it's like confusing radio and records.
1: Mm, but that would happen again at the level of an uneducated person that didn't understand that difference. I think that's the danger. People, without looking at it, quite happily put podcasting under the umbrella of radio and leave it there.
0: Yeah, and I think that's sort of... I, I don't think you need to be uneducated to do that. I think that's kind of a natural trap to fall into for anybody. Oh, just
1: um, a rising process.
0: Yeah, but I think... Um, that there are sort of there are useful things that you can do when you look at it from a radio perspective. As long as you go, this is outside of it, and um, now it's obvious when you sort of if, if somebody was to describe podcasting before it happened and said, okay, this is what it's going to be like. The first thing you would say, well, obviously what's going to happen is people are going to start putting radio programs and distribute them through yep. this method. And to me, podcasting is essentially an audio uh, recording. Uh, that is distributed in an RSS enclosure. Yeah. You don't have to uh, subscribe to it to listen to it. No. But the bit that makes it podcasting to me is this kind of delivery system. Yeah. So, and likewise, radio. The thing that makes radio radio to me is that it comes via the radio waves. Yeah, it's a distinction
1: we made before, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and but it's also, I mean, a whole lot of um, uh, power structures and. Um, the sort of the infrastructure and the political economy of it, it's all kind of, it's t- completely different to how podcasting
1: works. Well, there's a huge time issue as well, isn't
0: there? Well, yeah, that whole thing where, um, you know, podcasting is designed to be, that's pre-time shifted. Yeah. Uh, whereas you can record something off radio. Now, it seems logical to put radio onto podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like a radio show that somebody wants to listen to and they missed it. And having like a, like a TiVo kind of approach to it, where you can listen to it at another time. But what's interesting that's happened is kind of the reverse of that is in the last, I guess, 48 hours, there have been a couple of of announcements where uh, podcasts are becoming the content of radio. Yeah. Where there are... uh, Adam Curry's doing um, a show on Sirius, which is listen to these podcasts.
1: See, that's fine for me, because that's... I'm doing a radio show about some other type of audio content and I'm going to
0: talk about it and give you examples. That sounds like a legitimate radio show if you chose it to be. Yeah, I mean, you could just as easily say, here are some bands or here are some yeah. recordings. or It's just content. Yeah, but more interesting is the San Francisco radio station, which is an AM, an AM station that has switched to uh, KYOU, K-U, um, and it's all podcasts all the time, which is essentially, as I understand it, they search the internet for podcasts that they think are interesting, download them, and then play them on the radio. And put ads into them. That's now, kind of
1: confusing. I mean, what if, what if this ended
0: up going on some lo-fi transmitter in? But this isn't lo-fi. This is this is like San Francisco. Why? Oh, this, is, bo- this isn't just lo-fi radio. No, this is not. You know, low-power FM or. That's what I meant to say. Low-power FM. Right. But um, no, this is this is kind of an AM station that wasn't performing well. And the same things happened with. Um, of the iPod Shuffle as a format yeah. uh, Jack FM started in Canada and there's sort of other variations of that with other people's names not to be confused with George FM which is something else entirely um, but Jack FM is essentially if you liked uh, if you liked pop music and you'd been buying pop music for the last 25 years and you ended up with an awful lot of it and you stuck it all on your iPod and then played it, stuck it on Shuffle
1: that's what, that that's what the be. format
0: is that's the idea of the format well, that works That's fine something. for some people, I guess. Which is um oh we're gonna be pass checked. Is that a um a tickets, please? I didn't see. Uh, oh maybe not. Never able to walk up the middle. No.
1: I um So they could have an iPod shuffle
0: plugged into a transmitter. It, well, essentially, yeah. Change it every hour with a different driver. But I think the thing about about podcasts, particularly podcasts with music in them that I like, is that whole idea of yes, this isn't an expert in the field, but this is somebody who is just enthusiastic about something that they like, and that's how we kind of share music. You know, you come around to my place, I play your CD, say, Listen to this, isn't this great? You go, Yeah, okay, or you go, You know, actually, that's quite good, hmm. um, and you'll go out and you know, borrow it, listen to it, like it, buy it, whatever. Um, but it's that kind of recommendation process. That's
1: well, how I've got most of my music that i wouldn't previously been interested in recently right dr nick played me loads of things and i bought maybe out of the hundreds and hundreds of bands he's played me from stuff he likes i probably bought three or four cds but it's three or four cds from genres i would never touch before right listening to your stuff um fully intend on buying subscribe okay because i really enjoyed that album um a couple of things so you listen to loads you pick up a few yep. but they're more valuable because somebody gave them to you and you even attach the kind of um, even if they didn't buy you the CD but they introduced you to music it's a gift
0: it's it's the whole compilation tape thing that you used to do you make you know make compilation tapes for people and it invests it with meaning
1: yeah that's that's the key thing it's like the person introduced me to this
0: band of, Thank you for doing that. You've gifted this whole, you know, podcast. Well, I think that's what happens, or well, ideally, with a podcast with music in it, is as you get to feel like you know the person, and you you're kind of have a relationship in your mind, even if the, the you know they have no idea who you are. Um, but. It's a per, it becomes a personal recommendation. You should check this out. This is great stuff. Kind of thing. The, the, whole, the,
1: the phraseology. It's used as a joke, but when we were at college, somebody'd be listening to a new band. Like, oh, where'd you hear them from? John Peel told me to listen to them, and they would say, John Peel told me to listen to them. Yeah. And I always use things like that. I like, say, the internet told me this weekend that, and you do it as a joke, but it is actually kind of serious. You know, like so and so told me, or um, I
0: can't
1: remember what was the TV. It, yeah, TV told me I shouldn't do this. means I saw in a documentary that. Well, 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 well. Yeah. But you, it's kind of actually what it's meant to be, isn't it? Yeah. Direct messages to you. Adam Curry says that. Yeah. And he was telling me <laughs> specifically. So it goes too far. And it's going, The fairies told me to kill. <laughs> that's,
0: that's when it becomes a problem. <laughs> well, it's literally the voices inside your head, isn't yeah. it? Uh, but um no, I didn't at a level of radio playing these things, it depersonalises it if it's just kind of an iPod shuffle. Yeah. Now, if it's an iPod shuffle, you've put the music on, you've chosen it, and they've all... Crafted the um, selection. Or at least, you know, just these are things that you've bought for a reason or have been given for a reason or ended up with as presents or whatever. Attach some meaning to it. There is some kind of, yeah, association with your life. But if it's just, here's a bunch of tunes, uh, that's just radio programming plus laziness. Yeah. So
1: that's the other thing about radio you have to take into account scheduling because it is on air as mm. it were you don't just appear for one hour a day to do your one show pretty much i mean there might be stations that do wrong, but with the, the podcasting stuff we're only responsible for our own content yeah we don't really have to think how that fits in with anybody else and this is about the whole on your mp3 player creating your own Audio content station, I don't want to say radio station, but the whole thing with Devo was creating your own TV channel that had everything you wanted whenever you wanted it. Well, yep. So, like, the whole issue of radio is do I fit in with the, the um, uh, what do they call them? In general, they call them style sheets, but do I fit in with the style of the station that this is intended for? They call that yeah. format Formatting, yeah. Yep. But with, we can do anything we want with the buscast, and it doesn't matter if you listen to the daily source code before this or you listen to Dawn and Drew after it. it, it the whole scheduling issue isn't a problem.
0: No, not at all. In fact, you know, it's, it's one of those things where uh, you can change it, you know, and in the morning I don't, I don't feel like listening to those idiots. Uh, I'll listen to Dawn and Drew instead, you know, you stick that on your MP3 player. But, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting, that whole uh, hot, the new medium becoming the, the content of the old medium pretty much never happens. It's usually the other way around. I mean, you, you look at a... Um, a, a television drama essentially you've got a play on a stage you point a camera at it and you've got a television show or you you take a movie you know that's, that's film and you put it on TV and yeah. suddenly you po- break it up with ads and you've got you know, you've got television it almost never goes the other way it almost never sort of here is the newer medium here is you know uh, I mean this is why we don't have internet on our television sets and it's why we don't have I guess the only other example I can think of it is that one we came up with was uh, with the when the BBC used to broadcast software, you know, for the Commodore 64. You know, start your tapes now, That's press record. Super, I love that. that was such a great idea. Um,
1: Maybe it's good to draw a line in the the There, there is a distinct line between
0: TV and the internet currently. Yeah, it's interesting because quite, usually there's not. Usually there's a sort of confusion between them, which is why you get things like horseless carriage and um, you know this kind of well it's like this but it's not and you get um, I'm trying to think of another example but um, wireless telegraphy being used to describe radio um, when it's not telegraphy at all as soon as you've got you know uh, a DJ and records and uh, but it, it's st- I mean still people call it the wireless yeah um, and that's where that comes from and it comes from a misunderstanding and I think Internet radio is the same thing. You know, there is a kind of... We don't really understand what it is. It's a bit like radio, but it's not real radio. It's internet radio. Um, And I think... Isn't the the phrase internet radio quite nice and accurate? No, I'd say they're a contradiction in terms. Or digitally streamed radio, or... See, not even that. I think, I mean, it's like... It's like radio on your TV. You know how you get those TV channels that are radio yeah, stations. Yeah, on your Sky dish or on your Freeview. Yeah. The, to me, there's there's nothing radio about them. Even if the program originates inside a radio station, everything that gets it from there to your house and the way that you listen to it and the kind of the infrastructure that you're listening to it on is not radio. Now you put it on the internet again, and the internet has certain characteristics that, on I mean, any digital medium, has certain characteristics that the radio doesn't have. One of those characteristics is that it's independent of time. You can, you can, know, The idea of digital technologies is that you can do things like time-shifting and you know, random access, I think is the, the phrase. Um, and there are these kind of fundamental characteristics of radio, which is like it happens in time. It's geographically located. There's a transmitter that people who live in a certain area can pick it up. So that's
1: all the things I don't like about content.
0: All the things that make
1: radio radio the things that turn me off radio. right. Because my, my old thing is specific content for me. Like, in the morning, if I listen to um, standard morning DJ chatter, winds me up. Right. Because I'm probably not driving to work. I'm going to go and get the bus. So he's not talking to me. But the majority of his listeners are driving. So they'll make lots of driving things. They'll give the traffic report. I don't really care. In the morning, I want to be eased gently into consciousness with some good music, not weather reports. So I know the day is going to be crap. You know, it, maybe it's useful for some people to know that they um, should sit out earlier because no, there's no, traffic no. on the yes. A3, 4, 4. As soon as they start listing a road name, I'm back in bed asleep, you yeah.
0: know. On the B Street, so exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to wake me up in the morning. Road names. They're not road names, it. they're code numbers. I, this yes. is something I don't understand about the UK. Why do you insist on giving kind of licence plate numbers to your streets? Don't know, don't care. Not interested, makes me sleepy. But in the you know,
1: if I've got my iPod on the bus in the morning I can decide whether it's just a heavy metal morning. Do I want to be really angry by the time I get to work or is just a sit back and enjoy Birmingham speed by me while I listen to some electronic stuff? Right. Or maybe I want to listen to some American speaking four days ago with a podcast that I'm timed to. I can see why I like the, the whole T V and see for me news is the only thing that needs to be time based still. News because it has to be,
0: well, that's one of the things that, you know, they said. well, you know, we say that uh, radio has going for it, is that it's the most immediate medium. Mm. If you want to know what's happening now, you turn on the radio, you don't wait for, you know, tomorrow's print run, or, you know, tonight's six o'clock news, and you to it breaking
1: as it breaks. Yeah,
0: know. and, you know, it's one of the things that happened to radio when the Twin Towers thing happened. Was that suddenly people switched on and the, the audience figures were enormous?
1: Although it's worth noting, 24-hour news channels—if you've got a satellite receiver—you could go and get news as it breaks. As so. I think the differentiation thing there is, news—they have live feeds. Whatever they're outputting, radio or TV, mm. they're being updated down a wire system yep. that will break stuff as it breaks. So any any anything that's. Um, got a newsroom available to I mean it's really big news I remember when Princess Di died mm. that flashed across the bottom of the screen on MTV and it told me to turn over to in fact it was even MTV I think said turn over to BBC News 24 Wow. because they couldn't give any airtime to it themselves and they, you know MTV aren't set up for news but it was a thing of national importance it said go over to the BBC now something Royals happened I think it was, <laughs> something it, was, it, was Royals liter- happened. it was literally something like um, uh, Royal Emergency or something turn over to the news channel to see what it is scrolling across the bottom of the music videos and
0: we watched a couple of songs and then thought that thing's really annoying me at the bottom of the screen let see what's going on Is it one of your kind of defining moments of your generation sort of thing like the, the JFK of the Oh I guess the 80s kids yeah.
1: It's just one of those things that you remember from a news point of view like, like the Twin Towers thing I was working in the music shop and we'd sent one of the guys out to buy lunch and he walked past a TV rental store on the way home. Yeah. And on the way back, sorry. And he'd seen the footage, but not really clocked until he got back where it would be. Yeah. And he said, where are those two big buildings? Somebody said, oh, that's New York, isn't it? And then it slowly started adding up. Yeah. And because we didn't have a TV in the shop and bizarrely we didn't actually have a radio, um, I went on to my mobile and went to a WAP news site and it was breaking on there, right? And somebody got hold of a radio or something, and then you know, then TV appeared from somebody boot, somebody's car, and you know, suddenly everyone was watching, or straight on the phones actually to various people. But I tried to use my internet-enabled phone, in the, you know, in the days of WAP being the text-only service. Yeah. Sure thing. On the news page, it was breaking live there. Wow. That's why I think news has an immediacy rather than just radio or just TV. And I only want news some of the time. I don't actually need to, throughout the day, be informed. I don't need to know the rest of the world's day-breaking around me.
0: Well, I have to say I went for a period of about three years where I kind of had the motto of, you know, if I want to know what's going on in the world, I'll look out the window. Yeah. Um, But you do go through phases in your life, where you do kind of need to know what's going on.
1: I think I try and catch up with some source of news at least once a day. Normally, these normally part of my evening routine. And if it's something specifically that interests me, I'll look on the internet at the
0: online. Do you do the personalised stuff. news thing that Google does? No. Yeah. I just, um, I've started using that as my homepage. When I start up, you know, start up my Google's, the, the thing that, that comes up is uh, a kind of a personalised page which has got kind of media news and news uh, news with uh, certain. Um, Keywords as search terms. Um, You know, there's kind of a New Zealand top stories and just sort of see what's going on. But but the whole kind of this is my news, and I don't don't want any sports news, and I don't Mm. want any kind of.
1: Maybe I'd like that. My whole thing about because news is so all-encompassing, all based on news values. Mm. Half of it I don't feel relates to me, and I I switch off when I'm not being addressed directly now. Or I'm not interested in it. That's my real problem with generic sort of morning radio. Don't really feel it's addressing me, I'm not really interested. Also, sitting down and watching the news. Although, you know, I'm living in a country that's about to have a general election, I'm fed up hearing the footage of the politicians all going up against each other, not interested anymore, so I'll turn the news off. Right. There might be a story later on in the bulletin I'm interested in, because they're currently doing one item to death. TV goes off.
0: So, you don't go along with the whole kind of uh, uh, well informed population to, to have a, you know, a civic democracy? I don't think the news has been informing
1: anybody at all. I think the news has just been representing the the trickery that's going on with the three major parties trying to discredit each other. I don't hear any, you know, if you really want to go and find out their agendas, look at them individually, don't look at them through the news which is a big issue is, you know, whichever news station you're watching, is it transparent, is it impartial? Either, I know enough about TV, even the way they edit it could put a different rhetoric on it. Yep. Go directly to the source what they say about themselves and make your judgements. Mm. If you have to rely on TV to say you' to vote, then you probably shouldn't be voting.
0: Shouldn't be allowed to have the vote. Let's not get
1: too far down that road. <laughs> I just hate the way that it's... I know how news values work, there's, a, there's, a, there's almost like a logic gate that you can write to say whether something will make the news or not and how long it will last for. It's a predictable finite, finite thing, you know? it's like time over impact divided by
0: interest, it's literally something that precise. Change changed the subject slightly, I had a friend over for dinner last night and we you know, were chatting about certain things and at one point I said something about Hitler having been a bad man. Mm. And he said, was he, or were his actions bad? And and he said, don't get me wrong, I completely condemn everything that he did. That's a a great dinner one, isn't it? It really was. But he said, you know, do do you judge somebody by... How do you judge somebody by anything other than their actions? Mm -hmm. If if somebody was uh, as ill-disposed towards the world as Hitler, um, but I completely... Incapable of doing anything about it, they have no political clout, they have no friends, they have no, you know, and they just kind of sit there and fume are they as bad as somebody who goes and does these things?
1: That's interesting because you could apply the news values thing to that impact over, you know, that you could have the most evil man in the world never did anything about it because he, never he, got, he, was, also he was, the was in most jail lazy for unpaid man. parking yeah. fines or something, well, you know. I think that's a, a higher. Issue, it's easiest to judge by action. You can't deny your actions. Although, that's what politicians are all Yeah, about.
0: but I think, um, I mean, my, my take on it was that the character has to count for something. Mm. You know, you, you actually, I mean, whether you, you base a justice system on it or not, I'd I would, I would kind of hesitate to go that far, but I would say that you can actually have people who are just not nice. Mm. Uh, and it's not based on I don't like them, it's based on they're not nice they people. They do
1: nice
0: things. But people—I mean, people are complicated—and people sort of have this kind of grey area uh, where they do some bad things and they do some good things, and they come from different places within them. Um, But his argument was essentially that all that happens is action—that's all you can possibly base anything on. And you know, Hitler might have loved his mother and had puppies and all the rest of it, And, and you know, Mother Teresa might have, you know. I don't know tortured chickens in their Mm. spare time or something whatever Um, and is there some sort of scale that you balance this up on or do you just go you did this and you did that and you did that therefore you are
1: I think if the magnitude of the you did outweighed like the Hitler example anything he did wrong couldn't possibly be outweighed by anything he did right there's no documented
0: no but had he not done those things but still meant those things would he still have been a bad man? I think that if you're that bad, you find a way to do them, and thus he
1: did. Right.
0: Had So it's still about character. It's yeah. not about actions.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think the character led him to make himself be in the position to take
0: those actions. What was really interesting is that um, I'd read a little bit of Kant once, a long time ago, and um, the guy who came around for dinner had... Red brother a lot more than I had, but we were both using the same philosopher to back up our arguments as to who, which one of us was correct. Uh, which is really interesting because my understanding of Kant was that you know your actions are based on uh, it's a moral action if what you mean by it is you know is well meant. So yeah, I mean, like if you loan your neighbour an axe. ...and your neighbour goes off and kills somebody with it... ...you're not culpable... ...because that's not why you loaned them the axe... ...and you... ...you, you know, it was a moral action... ...that had an immoral consequence...
1: Uh, is that, is,
0: ...and what he said was... ...what that means is... ...it's not about what you meant... ...it's about the action... ...you know, this action happened... ...this person died... ...that's what's important here... It's the whole thing about people...
1: ...you know how people get confused with probability... Yeah. ...and they think that... ...you know, chances of winning the lottery... And that buying more tickets gives you different varying chances in ways that don't make any sense. Yep. Okay. So you've got your giving your axe to your neighbour that go and then goes and does something bad with it. They're not the same incident. They're two separate things. So you can judge the first half, was lending my neighbour an axe a bad thing? No. Was my neighbour chopping somebody's head off with it a bad thing? Yes. Right. You don't have to override the end assessment across both parts of the of the action but if the neighbour said can I borrow an axe to go chop somebody's head off they would come stages
0: in the same action one of the other examples we came up with is if somebody wants to kill you but can't find you and they're perfectly lovely to everybody else on the planet <laughs> are they a bad person or is their character neutral in that respect because they while well, they wish you harm they've done no wrong
1: no, they're a bad
0: person. Do you, does that mean that you don't like them, or that they are a bad person?
1: If they have the intent on killing somebody, as soon as they find them, then morally, on my standard set of morals, that means they're bad. Just because I haven't got around to it yet. That would that would mean that any murder up to the point where the so do you put them in jail for that? Are. Because well, you know, yeah, we then think we you're get <laughs> to <the> minority <laughs> report, then don't we? Yeah, exactly. crime. No, no harm, no foul from the legal point of view. Yeah. From an ethic point of view, yeah,
0: you're really bad if you decide to go and kill somebody. Yeah. Well, how come I didn't use that phrase? No harm, no foul. Yeah. Because I'm the best. Yeah, but you think ninja's the best. <laughs> Have you seen the rates recently? Yeah, I've seen that you've rigged it. Yeah.
1: I've seen you paypalling people into voting for
0: <laughs> But craftier is a measure of better. <laughs>
1: yeah crafty like a ninja. Yes. Um. <laughs> so you end up using ninja skills to get samurais to win, and, and that'd be a horrible paradox. Oh no! We could
0: just say that martial arts and swords and things are cool. We could. Unless you line them to your neighbour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Innocently. <laughs> Depending on what your neighbour was going to do with them. Depending on whether your neighbour was an ninja or a samurai.
1: Exactly. Yes. Oh, sneaky or honourable.
0: Yes, exactly. I think you can be honourable and cunning, though.
1: <laughs> Honourably cunning. Yes. I think any debate about anything is based on that, the fact that words are hugely inaccurate. The langu- our language isn't precise enough say exactly what we mean so it's always open to interpretation
0: well there aren't enough words There's certainly I mean one of the, the best examples is music we call music you know like a symphony and a Marilyn Manson song and some sort of excruciating art rock uh, mm. experiment this is we haven't got time to say this is
1: the sound of one electric guitar, one bass, some drums, a singer who's in his
0: mid 20s, and we haven't got time to be. We need 40 today. different words for snow. That's, yeah. you know, like the Eskimos, but we need it for music. Are we. Not, I think this is us. We should get off. Interestingly, I don't have to worry about pointing microphones or carrying things while we do this. Because of the new cliffy. Well, it's just a Cheers. Thank you. Yeah. It's worth noting that we were being listened to quite intently by the person sitting in front of us in the bus.
1: Yeah, I thought that. She
0: just looked at me Yeah.
1: you know when you are sat on the bus and you can pick up a
0: conversation
1: because we're recording our conversation we make sure they're constant without pause, it could actually be fairly entertaining to the person in front
0: yeah, or they go, shut up what are
1: they going on about? (laughs) alright, well this is my stop and it's raining on me (laughs) alright,
0: have (laughs) fun, See see ya